0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Bee's Knees Podcast. We're your hosts, Ben and Brittany, and if you haven't already, please download this episode.
1: And make sure to check out the link in the description. We can find links to our Instagram and other socials. Happy listening. We like talking about movies and TV, or TV and movies, because we're the Bee's Knees, oh yeah. It has
0: been a couple weeks it since has we have beaten? recorded. Bean a couple of weeks. That is on me, guys. I apologize. I have been making myself crazy with just like (laughs) end of the semester school stuff, and then I'm done for the summer.
1: You've been a busy little worker bee doing all your school. I swear, there were days, there were many, many days where you would wake up at like 7:30, get the kids ready for school, yeah, go to work, come home. Then immediately jump into school mode yeah and work until like midnight and then just lather rinse repeat
0: like I wish that I had more descriptive words to describe the hell that it's been <laughs> because it's been it's been very not fun <laughs> like it has exhausted me completely I haven't done anything for myself
1: but has it been at least like rewarding in like your accomplishment
0: like yes and no because i really struggle with setting my expectations for myself really high like perfectionism can be fairly glamorized on Mm. in like media and stuff where it's like oh i'm such a perfectionist (laughs) (laughs) but it's so not that because when i don't get as close to perfection as i can get with my grades I have a complete breakdown and oh like my question God, yeah. my worthiness and like just everything about myself. Like, oh, I can't do this. I'm such a failure. And it's like, I'm still doing remarkably well.
1: Remarkably. Okay. So this, <laughs> now I, I know this probably isn't my story to tell, but I observed it. So I'm gonna. Okay. So you were doing your final test for insert some math-related course. Accounting. Yeah, that's the one. And this course you have done so spectacularly all year. You have gotten perfect things. You've gotten near perfect things. You were entering your exam Mm -hmm. with like a 75%. Like where if you had ignored your exam, you would have gotten like seventy-some percent
0: okay the way you worded that it made it seem like I was going into the grade or into the exam holding a 75 already which that's not the case I calculated my grade and what I would have if I just didn't do my final because when I was doing my final I had a complete breakdown thinking I was doing the worst and I wasn't gonna get every question and there were things in the formatting that just wasn't going well because I'm doing school online and so the formatting threw me off and there's just a lot of things I had also worked all day (laughs) and this was a Thursday so yeah I had just worked all week all day right yeah and so I had just hit a level of emotional exhaustion and just broke down and when I finished the exam, I was like, okay, I have to know if I would have gotten zero, which is impossible because I answered questions. There's no way I got everything wrong. But if I were to get a zero, what would I have finished the semester with?
1: Yeah, and you did all these maths and it was, you said like, if I ignored the final exam completely, mm-hmm. you would have like a 75%. 72 Phenomenal, though. And that's ignoring a thing that's worth 20% of your mark.
0: Yeah. So that means that prior to the exam, I had a 92. Like,
1: you have done so spectacularly. You should be very proud of yourself.
0: Like, I have allowed myself to be proud of myself on certain things and, like, some aspects. (laughs) But I still... Think about all the other things that I've neglected because I've been putting so much energy into school and work that, like, I haven't been to the gym in a month and a half. And that's something that I find really helps my mental health. But when, like you said, when I'm getting up at 7 o'clock in the morning, getting the kids ready to school, dropping them off, driving to work, working all day, come home, eating, and then heading straight into school so I can meet deadlines and be prepared for tests... There just isn't the time like there were countless saturdays also that i had spent all week doing that up at seven going to bed at midnight thing and then still spending almost my entire saturday working on school and getting the stuff done that i needed to get done that week so then i'm just left with sunday to just be like i can breathe
1: (laughs) and so but you can't really relax on a sunday because what does a Sunday mean? It means tomorrow is work.
0: Yeah, I know. And then you're just filled with the anxiety of like, this is just starting all over again. So it, yeah. it has it has not been fun. I do feel a certain level of accomplishment knowing that I'm working towards my diploma. And I know that once I get my diploma, is, I'm going to feel really good about myself.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Because I have done the whole post-secondary school thing before and it didn't go so well <laughs> for me again that perfectionist thing I'm getting in my own way and it just it wasn't a good men- like environment mentally so you know I had to do what I had to do for my own health and pull back out of that but I do have a lot of kind of regrets about not having that and seeing a lot of my peers having degrees and having careers and I feel like that's something I've missed out on so I know that Getting my diploma, I'm going to feel very accomplished and proud of myself. Just getting there is a major struggle. And that all being said, that's <laughs> why we're two weeks behind. Yeah. <laughs> the last time we spoke, I told the story about my egg dream.
1: I <laughs> wait. I told the story about my egg.
0: A egg. A egg. And, uh since then easter has happened and we have spent time with family and it was wonderful and i took the opportunity to tell this egg story to the cousin that was featured in the story in the dream
1: yeah by the way what a smash of a story
0: it was great there
1: was people around a table you were telling this story i have never seen so many people be so engaged about a story about an egg (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's a good story about an egg now imagine actually experiencing it like watching it in your own dream but i just wanted to update everybody that your cousin who was featured in the dream upon hearing the story i felt that it gave me enough um like satisfaction in telling her the story that i feel that my dream was a good depiction of her and it was accurate yes. and I'm just glad to know that my subconscious is, you know, has accurate portrayals yeah, of people. Yeah, I thought
1: it was very funny because you're like, oh, I need to tell you about a dream I had. Oh? Yeah. Yeah, you were in it. Oh?
2: <laughs> well,
0: she also did at one point be like, is this a is this a private dream? Should we go like, or could everybody, I'm like, nah, everybody, it's, a, it's fine. It's an egg.
1: <laughs> and then she's like, oh. And just... <laughs> The reaction, even just to you saying, I have this story for you, and like giving little bit by bit details of what this story was yeah. and her reaction to it, um, I mean, it, it fit right in with how you imagined her reacting to your... Yeah, actual... St- the egg, egg. Yeah. event.
2: Yeah, and
0: then this also telling this story led to getting a picture sent to us on Instagram Of someone who had a triple yoker, which is... I've never seen one of those in my entire life. And I think that's the closest I'm going to get to the five yokes that I saw in my dream. I don't know that I ever will experience an actual five yoker egg.
1: (laughs) I think we need to to switch things around, dedicate ourselves to being an entirely egg-based podcast. And uh, we need to just set up like an ecosystem of... Uh, eggers we'll call them. okay, who send us pictures of their double, triple, quadruple uh, whatever you call f- qu- quinteple. Sure. all the eggs.
0: yeah, like honestly, getting the egg picture made me very happy. because I, I was so excited about the triple yolk It wasn't even mine. <laughs> but it just confirmed to me that we need to start buying our eggs directly from the farm.
1: I mean, I know a guy who sells eggs. Well, great. Get them. Um, Here's a thing that I was thinking about. So we went to Easter. Every time, and this is probably what was inspiring your thing, uh, we make deviled eggs. Yes. Every family event, Brittany brings her eggs, and I sit there being like, I help too. And you're just like. Go sit in a corner.
0: Let me have my time to shine, okay? As the in law coming into the family, you've got to give me something.
1: But we we take these eggs. Can you imagine? You hard boil these eggs. You do get this five yolk egg. Yeah, one that drastically throws off your
0: yolk ratio. Your ratio. Yeah. But like,
1: when I think of a deviled egg, I think of a nice egg with a little dip in it with full of its little piped yolk uh concoction yeah like you're thinking of all have... the little
0: divots yeah like see that's what i want to know i want to know what it looks like when you cut it open and there's all the multiple yolks there's how just is so the white... many
1: egg yolk receptacles yeah. like
0: how how is the white formed around the yolk how are they all sitting in there? Compacted, like, does it just because they're so compacted? Is there no room for the whites to merge around them when it's hard boiled and it just kind of forms like one
2: big yolk? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. But then, here's another thought I have um, Is there a way to encourage multiple yolks, or is it purely luck? Like, I feel is like there's something luck. you can do to to greater your odds because what if? since we're switching over to an egg-based podcast.
0: Not really. But... We're
1: going to open <laughs> up the Bee's Knees Eggery and we'll sell deviled eggs and maybe once in a while we'll get a double yoker.
0: I feel like in order to do this, we would need like a biology degree or something to learn how to manipulate Down. the genes Be- to I'll do it. increase your chances of a multiple yolk situation.
1: But then we can we could have like uh artisanal deviled eggs uh and every once in a while there'll be a double yoker triple yoker or god willing a quintuple yoker and all the different little splotches of yolk in there yeah like that's like a 45 dollar deviled egg
0: i feel like this is a very niche market and eggs are like a toronto thing well eggs aren't something that keep that they don't keep very well So
1: it's like... No, you make them at the beginning of the day.
0: So what happens if you don't sell all your eggs?
1: Uh, Then you throw them at your political opponents.
0: (laughs) At the cost of eggs, we can't afford to be throwing any eggs anymore. But we can
1: because we're selling the double yokers for $45 each.
0: I suppose if you actually could manage to sell it. I feel like we would need to look at our profits and expenses (laughs) and really like... I could see this becoming a very bad idea.
1: What? You think my dedicated eggery is a bad idea?
0: I just worry about your market.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're taking your school too seriously. So speaking of egg on faces, um, I'm going to dive right into something that I have been frustrated and thinking about for the last something hours 24 hours um we have gotten into our smut yes as i like to refer to it
0: it's our trash
2: television
1: netflix's shitty dating shows and all of that and what a brilliant idea they've come up with they are going to make a live reunion so I was so dead set on watching The live reunion You were I don't remember what you wanted to do instead uh, But it was just I was just like no we can't Because it is almost 8 o'clock And I need to watch this live Yeah Um, I go to turn it on You can't cast a live event From your phone to the TV What the hell How, So I, I had almost resigned to Now I can't do this
2: Yeah
0: because i and i was just like you know what how rude because we don't have a smart tv we have we have concocted our own little way of pretending that we have a smart tv by having a google chrome and we just cast everything we tell our our google assistants to do the stuff we want it to do and it's like look at us in our high tech home Who cares that our stuff isn't actually technically smart? We're making it work.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I was just like, man, I have resigned that this isn't going to happen because I'm not going to sit here and watch it on my phone. But then you had the brilliant idea. You're like, what do other people watch it on? Smart TVs? Playstations? I was like, oh, I have a PlayStation. I have a PlayStation right now. So I went and I updated the Netflix app. I struggled to sign in racing the clock because yeah, i we're was like
0: running out of time i'm like it
1: is like two minutes to eight i need to watch this thing live yeah get it set up go to turn it on and get like waiting for it and it's just like we're starting soon 20 mm-hmm. after eight we're starting soon and then it changes we're having troubles with our stream yeah so i'm sitting on twitter checking checking checking, checking. No, no update from Netflix or from the Love is Blind Twitter. Hour goes by. Yeah. Still nothing.
0: The only comforting thing was knowing that other people were in the same boat. Because yeah. I was... There was a part of it where I was like, something's wrong with our connection. And everybody else is seeing this. And we're not. And I was fully prepared to watch the recording of the live event after anyway. Like, I, I wasn't as dead set on seeing it live as you were you were very adamant that we had to see it live like some crazy shit was about to to go down where we sat
1: there for an hour and a half and you were just like what else can we even do and I'm like we can't do anything because once it turns on we're set yeah like there
0: was even a moment that I got up because I was like I have to go to the bathroom and I'm like watch it's gonna start now the second I get into the washroom because I got up And then, nope. And then you got up to go to the washroom. And I was like, now it's going to happen. Because he's the one that really wants to see it. It's going to be when he goes to the washroom.
1: You would think. But no. Um, But yeah, so I'm so frustrated with just this, like, this streaming service blueballing me (laughs) with my smut TV. And, like... I'll be honest. I don't know how to process the emotions I'm feeling. You were so upset. I was livid. Because
0: you were having a little fit like when Brett's pants didn't fit right. And he had to rush off (laughs) to the tailor. You were like, there is no reason that this should be happening. Like, what an... Like, an abomination. They can't even do a live stream. What the actual F?
1: But then you think about it. Netflix charges how much a month
2: mm-hmm.
1: for their thing? They, they've they recently been pushing anti-password sharing, which has debatably gotten more people to have their individual Netflix accounts. Yeah. And they can't run a single live event.
0: Yeah, I... I start to question a lot of things about it, like, was it ever actually going to be live? Did they second guess themselves and be like, no, we can't do this live. We've got to make this up so that we can edit things just in case or have times like have a a window of opportunity to edit. Should there be something that happens that requires something to edit? Right. And so I'm like, I'm starting to question their their honesty and like because i just feel like i don't trust them i don't trust anyone i'm like they just want money and also look at the marketing they just got out of this because yeah sure we're all pissed but there was a lot of jokes and like relatable content as we're all going through the same thing the TikToks, the tweets all of it just like poking fun at the situation but i feel like that blew it up much more than just having it live did us all complaining and sharing in our misery about how pissed we are that it's not working. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like it seems too weird. They have too much money. I feel like they could have, they should have had a lot of trial runs and there should have been no reason for this to happen. They are a big enough company. They have the resources. They have
2: the employees. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I follow... So many smaller production companies that do live events all the time. Yeah. And sure, it's probably to a smaller audience, but Netflix has the resources to, like, they know what their average viewership is for these shows. Yeah. They have an idea of who is gonna tune in exactly and they should accommodate for at least 50 percent more
0: yeah so it just seems too convenient to me that I would believe that it was just an honest error
1: yeah. and
0: also do you think that like love is blind reunion live or whatever the hashtag was do you think that that would have trended as greatly if it hadn't have had this technical error like
1: no but At the same time, not Netflix wouldn't have. That's true. Or, like, love is over.
0: But let's be real. None of the... Like, I I would like... I need to see the numbers or I don't believe it. I don't believe that people are actually canceling their accounts and stuff like that.
1: Honestly, I... I was so angry. I was like, I am going to cancel my Netflix subscription over this.
0: You say a lot of things in the heat of the moment. I you were saying I this I am a
1: very passionate <laughs> person.
0: You're saying this and I'm like there's there's no way we're canceling our Netflix over a like a, a reality TV show well, mishap because
1: I get so caught up in what is directly in front of me. I know. Maybe that's my ADHD only focusing on the thing directly in my vicinity but i'm just like what else do i even think about watching on netflix apart from all this smut i don't come to netflix for anything else not true by the way um so i was in the moment i was like this is why i have netflix yeah and you cannot provide me with the experience i want (laughs) uh i i have already said how the the quality of it drastically decreases each season. Oh yeah, because they're just—it ch- costs almost nothing to make, and like the the amount that they are just churning out and churning out and churning out, it's obviously just getting sloppier and sloppier. They aren't vetting the people who are doing it. More people know about it, so you got your arenas. Yeah, just doing it to to be famous.
0: Yeah, well, and. I feel like every single season people get more and more fed up with the laches as well. And they because I remember the first season, I feel like they were more involved throughout the process like than they were than they have been. Like, I feel like they've slowly been taken out more and more and more. Yeah, because I think that Netflix has gathered that the the general audience doesn't like them. And (laughs) this, one of the main things, like we have yet to see the reunion, and I've heard it's an absolute waste of time.
1: Honestly, what if we just don't?
0: Well, because now I have to know. Because everybody's (laughs) told me it's a waste of time. This happens, this happens. I probably saw everything worthwhile already on TikTok.
1: You can't tell me it's a waste of time. I need to waste my own time to verify.
0: Yeah, I do. I have to see for myself if it's a waste of time. But the main thing... It isn't even about the cast or the squabbling or like what happens in the reunion. The most that I have seen be talked about is how horrible of a host Vanessa Lachey is.
1: Yeah, she, uh, she, she has pretty consistently just like inserted the oh, well, our marriage. We had this. Me and him. We used to do all of this. She
0: does in every reality show that they host. Where and, she'll bring up their marriage somehow. And it's like, we aren't here for you. We know your yeah. marriage. Like, we it's not interesting We knew about your marriage
1: me. during the first season of Love is Blind. Because you, you told all this stuff the first time. Yeah. And we were like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So now we understand why you pitched this project. Mm-hmm. Or were selected to host Who the project knows? initially. But we have... We, d- we don't care. We don't need to hear it 18 more times.
0: Yeah, there's a reason that it's not the Lachey reality show, right? Like, we're not. The Lachey show. Like, he already had a reality show with his first wife. Didn't go so <laughs> hot. Like, this isn't your show. So just stop.
1: Honestly, he is a piece of stale toast. <laughs> uh, just sitting there. Um, just getting a little bit more. Like, the crumbs are falling off. Uh, like you know when you have toast and then like the crust starts to like peel naturally just from like thrown around or something that's what he is personality wise
0: he's the crust or the whole toast with the crust falling. off? the
1: whole toast with like the crust kind of falling off and she is like a spread on that toast that no one likes
0: that no one likes and that is trying too hard. Like, I actually like marmalade, but I feel like a lot of people don't. So that's the only thing that I can kind of think of.
1: She's like, if you spread bovril. No, because I, I don't that. That's like a beefy paste. Ew. You know how I have that, like, marmite? Yeah, that's gross. That's like a yeast paste. Bovril is just, like, beefy. It's Ew. good in the right situation. She is like, if you spread... Soy sauce on a piece of toast. You can't spread soy sauce. If you thicken up some soy sauce and spread it. it just—it No one wants it. That's the point.
0: Okay. So my opinion on the whole thing. I haven't seen this reunion yet. But based off of the other reunions that I've seen where she is the host. I feel what makes a good reality TV host is someone who can remain neutral and ask the questions that the audience wants to know that's going to raise a little heat amongst the cast to get them talking and debating Mm -hmm. get that drama stir the shit pot a little bit but still remain calm and controlled and have the ability to Regain control when the situation gets too heated and move along to the next topic yeah. without inserting your own opinions or without changing the dynamic of the situation.
1: Yeah. Was it season two of Love is Blind? that had like Shane and... Shake? Yeah. Yeah. The That uh, reunion had a lot of like Shane yelling at Shake and like all of the, the guys fighting and the girls calling like yeah it was getting a little bit catty Mm -hmm. because of the questions that were asked yeah and that was entertaining
0: except for she did also argue with the cast like her and shake argued and i think the only reason it kind of slid under the radar is because shake is just horrible he was
1: the fucking worst and the thing she said we
0: It was She was saying what we were all thinking, but also it wasn't her place to say it. Yeah. It's just that it was something that we all were like, this needed to be said, so fine. But as the host, that's not your job. Your job is not to be the one arguing with the cast. Your job is to get them talking to each other and debating with each other and saying what needs to be said to clear the air or not. And you are only supposed to be there to mediate... And to calm the situation down if it gets out of hand.
1: Yeah. I think that the best reality show host, like you said, is going to ask the things we want to hear. Like you said, getting them interacting. But, like, the question... like the internet has questions
2: oh yeah
0: and it's widely available
1: like exactly especially live they could just have a screen that like a producer is sending them the best questions the juiciest questions
0: yeah well and i saw a TikTok too that was talking about the lack of research that seems to have gone into this reunion because a lot of the complaints i've seen is that they didn't ask the questions that we've been asking they didn't clear any air that we have been like confused about and so it's like Netflix is big enough to have people researching this constantly, seeing what are the popular topics, what are the things that the most people of this audience want to know, and sending those out and getting those out there. Genuinely,
1: all they would need to do is pay one, like, twenty-two-year-old girl.
0: Hell, I could do it
1: to sit on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram.
0: I want that job.
1: Or have one person per social media platform and just. Find the stuff, gather
0: the information and that way like prepare yourselves to ask the questions that the audience actually wants to know.
1: Yeah. Because the things that I want to know are the dirt. I want to know Kwame, was that your sister? (laughs) I want to know Paul, did you touch that girl's butt? Like, I feel like, I feel like it was just the angle that it looked like it. Yeah. Uh. But hey, I want to know. Like, yeah, that's something I want, the internet's I asking. I want you to be put on the spot on live TV.
0: Yeah. And see like, if you squirm or not, because yeah, that'll tell us what exactly. we need to know.
1: And if he says, "No, absolutely not," that's like that was one of the hardest days of my life. No, no way on earth. Yeah. And he says it, and it's just like. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I guess.
0: See, that's the whole benefit of this supposedly being live is that they have no time to prepare. When they post something on social media, like telling their truth or whatever, or posting their receipts about their side of the story and verifying their truth, all that nonsense, they have time to make it exactly what they want it to. It's calculated. They have other people as part of their PR or whatever, helping them say what they need to say to portray themselves from a certain perspective that they want to be seen. When you have that situation live, you don't have that opportunity. It's whatever is on your head. Like you can only prepare for things so much, right? So it's like, that's the point of this. If you can't even stay true to that, then what is the point?
1: Yeah, because, like, I'm going to equate this to, like, me playing Dungeons & Dragons. I am in a game where I every week I sit and I roleplay, a, like, a dumb character. And I mean, like, my character is dumb. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I am improvising these things. And when I'm coming off the dome, my personal reaction time is a lot slower. Especially when I'm trying to make things up. Yeah. Uh, but... When I am through the week, we have play by post and we write things out. And, like, you can take 20 minutes to think up a reply. Yeah. And, I mean, I I can't speak for everybody, but I know for me, when I just have time to sit and I type out a sentence and I'm like, oh, those words don't work. And I switch it. Mm -hmm. It comes through so much nicer. Yeah. And more eloquent and, like, thought out and logical. Mm -hmm. But... And I feel like, especially with Paul, because he is this logic boy, um, him typing things out, he probably plans it, spent three hours making sure this paragraph was perfect and gets the point he wants and all that, but when it is live, he would stumble over words, fail to think of something, or maybe just say something that does not make sense.
0: Yeah. Well, see, I find with, every time watching Paul throughout the season... He's a very intelligent, logical man, but he's not very articulate. Yeah. He has a very hard time actually being able to take his thoughts and verbalize what he has to say. Yeah. So, and that's why I found his and Micah's scenes to be so just like... Boring. Because they both have that issue. She says like every other word and doesn't ever... She says a lot without saying anything. And he... Is trying to say something, but just fails to come up with the words. Or like his mouth can't keep up with his brain.
2: Yeah.
1: Is
0: kind of what I, when I'm watching him, that's what it seems like. Mix that
1: with his monotonous vocal register. Yeah. It was...
0: It's pretty painful. Yeah. (laughs) And like when he was in the pods, I didn't get that as much. And I think that's the same thing because you're not face to face with someone. I feel like it's less on the spot. And you have that time not in the pods to write down all your thoughts and then you can just literally sit there with your book and like read off your thoughts or prompt yourself with your with your pre thought out plan of how you want the conversation to go and be able to come up with what you need to say. Yeah where you don't have that when it's live you can't just sit there with a notebook and then flip through the page and be like oh I think I wrote something (laughs) down about this the other night like you just have what you have
1: yeah like I guess long story short that whole kerfuffle frustrated me and clearly we have both had thoughts
0: yeah and then what ended up happening is we had both seen a lot of stuff online about this show called beef yeah. So I was like, "What is this show? Like, I keep seeing these like memes and stuff about it. it. Has Steven Yeun in it? So I'm like, okay, let's try this. Like, I don't know what it's about. I have no idea what genre it is. Like, nothing. But yeah, like,
1: I looked it up because we watched a couple episodes of Yellow, Yellow Jackets. Jackets just to like you know try to catch up. Um, and then I was I was just like, I need something a little lighter. <laughs> yeah. Because little fun fact about me is if i go to bed being too amped up by uh frightening things or unsettling things
2: mm-hmm.
1: ben has some nightmares yeah <laughs> so i was just like i'll find something else i i've heard beef is good i <laughs> it feels weird to say Beef so I, is I, good i heard beef good Um, so I looked at what the genre was, uh, and it had a little tag of comedy. So I was like, yeah, all right. And I'm not going to lie. We watched one episode. I am not disappointed. Any show that's first episode ends with somebody pissing all over a bathroom and then running away giggling. Yeah. (laughs) is good. Good in my books.
0: Like it's one of those shows where it still addresses some real issues and some harder topics, yeah, like but it. then can bring it back in a fun way. So yeah. it's not just all dark and gloomy and, and that it it has yes. a way of also lightening the situation at times when it needs to be lightened, but also it's relatable enough that you still can actually feel connected to the characters. Yeah. And I
1: like it because even the humor, it's not always like laugh out loud, funny, but you're like, I recognize like him and his, Brother. brother, maybe. Are, I still, I, I haven't picked up on what their relationship is. I'm pretty I, sure it's I, I brother, think. um but they're like they get fired from this job, and he's just like, "All right, let's go." And then his brother's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna like a uh, friend's picking me up." Then a the guy rolls up, is like Uber, and it's just like, "That's funny," but like,
0: it's it's a it's funny, like in a pathetic way. Yeah, because it's like, like even your brother doesn't want to be
2: with you right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Your brother doesn't want to be seen in your disgusting truck. Yeah. So, like, the, there's humor in the darkness, which as a, like, 31-year-old living life, sometimes I have to <laughs> stop and just look at the humor in the darkness.
0: Yeah. Um. There was a certain... At, this, at some point in the episode, I was finding myself confused a little bit because I had somehow in the beginning of the episode to about around the middle of the episode when I was finding myself confused mistaken the title prior to the show I was like (laughs) oh what's this beef show about let's see what it's about and then partway through I'm like so like why is this show called meat (laughs) and you're just like what and I was like why is it called meat I don't get why it would be called meat and you're like it's called beef I was like oh yeah that that makes more sense because they've got got beef beef. (laughs) and I just I was just like oh it's been a long day not gonna
1: lie you threw me off real hard with that one I was just like the fuck are you talking (laughs) about it's not called meat
0: (laughs) because I was like what a stupid title just call your show meat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like I had the proper meat in my head too. I was thinking like of a meat. But it was not meat. No, it's it, not. It's beef.
1: <laughs> so since it's been like a while since we've recorded, um stuff has happened. Uh we went on a zoo date mm-hmm. w- without children, which was fantastic. Yeah. Like sometimes I just really um get envious of couples without kids? Yeah. Because that's just their their life. For for <laughs> parents, it's just like you have a day. It's like, oh, what's your dream day? It's like, oh, the grandparents take the kids and we just like relax. Yeah. We go out for coffee.
0: Everything's it, on our own agenda and our own timeline.
1: And then like if if you're talking to somebody who doesn't have kids, they're just like so like a regular Saturday morning and you're just like is that what that is <laughs> oh <laughs> but we went out and we got to the zoo um I was I was showing some pictures of the like the zoo creatures at work um like just to to be like hey look at this thing that I did yeah uh, you guys didn't do this you didn't see a hippo and I did um but how I <laughs> And this is me thinking I'm very funny um I went up to somebody and I was just like hey uh I went to the zoo um and I I actually saw somebody that looked just like me like I saw my twin at the zoo and they're like what And I was like yeah and then I got a picture I was just like do you, like I'm gonna get a picture so that I can show people this similarity yeah and they're like oh awesome let me see and then I Opened the phone fo- photos and it was just a picture of the m- most fat, disgusting hippo. <laughs> and they were just like, "Ah, you!" And I found so much satisfaction uh, making this joke. That's just like this hippo is my twin. Oh my gosh! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, like, I I really enjoyed going to the zoo, not having the kids because. As much as I love going to the zoo with the kids, watching them be excited by all the animals that I'm also really excited about and we share in our excitement together, it's also really stressful Ugh. because I am very like anxious in crowded environments as it is. And then when I'm trying to keep track of my kids and making sure that they're not like going to get lost or kidnapped or something.
1: Or eaten by a lion.
0: Yeah, something fall into an enclosure. I don't know. Things happen. So I'm like it's it's fun but it's stressful and then also like it's expensive and then they always yeah. want extra stuff and the like everything's marked up so crazy that it's like we can't get everything at the zoo you can't have 10 souvenirs and like six beaver tails and a hot dog Even and a, a slushy and... bottle
1: of pop is five dollars
0: yeah so i'm like it's it's a lot There's a lot happening. So just being at the zoo without having the, I want this. Can I have that? Can I have that? I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. I want to see this. Can we go here next? Can I go on that ride? Like just the never ending I wants, can I have?s
1: (sighs)
2: Yeah.
0: It was good.
1: (laughs) Even when we were without our children, that didn't stop us from being plagued by children.
0: I, for some reason was like a kid magnet. And the situation that I'm going to talk about only happened twice, I think. But again,
1: <laughs> the I Doofenshmirtz, I <laughs> exactly.
0: It's weird that it happened twice, and it's like not even my own kids. So anyway, we're it's start of the day. I like we, we were out on a date, so I dressed really nice. Was feeling really good about myself. I was like, check out my cool fit. I'm awesome. And then it's like we we've been there maybe at an hour, maybe. And we're just seeing we'd seen like maybe three exhibits and this kid comes flying like out of nowhere and trips on the pavement in like a crack in the pavement and comes flying and hits me in the leg on his way down. And he's got one of those like colorful lollipops. A
1: stereotypical lollipop where it's a spiral of color on yeah. a stick.
0: And it's like you would imagine it's at like Disneyland or something. Yeah. So he's got one of those that he's just slobbered all over. So it's sticky and gooey and gross. And he, on his way down, smacks into my leg and just like full face of that lollipop stuck to my dress. So like my (laughs) dress now just has this hard kid slobber, colorful rainbow circle.
1: But it's funny because initially the kid fell and shattered it. And we were just like... That sucks. Well, and, and I'm it, just,
0: like, looking at this kid, like, uh, like, do I... I don't know you. Like, do yeah. I help you? Is that not... A, like, is that a good thing to do? I don't know. And we
1: we're just looking to see if there is a parent who saw it and walk away as quick as we can, because we're just like, I'm not dealing with this.
0: Yeah, I don't have kids today.
1: But then it was maybe, like, an hour and a half, two hours later, I was taking pictures of you, and I was like, what is that? And I looked, and it is... It's like a circle. Yeah. It is the definition. that He hit in the most. Just like, like
0: stamped it right on my dress. Yes.
1: And just all the colors of sugar stuck to you.
0: Yeah. It was like kind of a piss off because it's like I don't have children here today. Like if I'm going to have food and candy and shit just spilled all over me, it's going to be my own kids food and sugar shit on me. Right. Yeah. So I'm just like. Okay, But also I'm looking around to see if there's a parent because I'm like, I don't do I help this kid? Like, am I going to freak him out? Because I'm like, I don't know, st- like stranger danger. I think if it were my kids and some random stranger at the zoo is just like, oh, like here, let me help you up. And like went to touch them. They mm-hmm. would probably freak out. Like maybe not now, but when they were this age, because this kid was like maybe three. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want this kid to then feel more in danger by me so I'm looking to see if there's a parent that's like gonna come and to
1: give that like acknowledging nod that hey here's your your thing
0: yeah take it back (laughs) and but I was kind of surprised because and maybe it was just the situation but I kind of felt like the mom glared at me as if I had like tripped or pushed her kid or something
1: yeah the amount of people who gave stink eye uh, like what, that kid fell into you. Yeah. And she gave, but like people who's like their kids are just running in your way and, and you, you almost
0: have, trip
2: over them. Yeah.
1: And they look as if to say, why did you not move for my child? Yeah. And it's just like, listen, your snot nosed kid <laughs> uh, is of no importance to me whatsoever.
0: See, I don't think that way. I just am like, like when this kid ran in front of me and like pretty much bumped into me again, this kid didn't fall. He just running past me and i was just like whoop and like did kind of like hands up back up kind of thing and made that like whoop sound like whoop <laughs> sorry like that's pretty much exactly what i did and i think i actually maybe touched his head on his way through as like a a yeah. dodging tactic and you got like a
1: how dare you be exist, there <laughs> exist in the presence of this child
0: and then there was another situation where Again, I didn't see a parent with a kid at first. And we were looking at these frogs. And it's like, I don't see the frogs. I don't see it. What's in here? Like, and I'm like, oh, do you see this back there? And I'm like pointing out the frogs. And, and then all of a sudden I look up and the parent's just staring at me. I'm like. You,
1: get okay, one, <laughs> looking at it, I don't think the parent spoke English. Oh. At least not very well. Because it, it looked like a, I don't. It, I don't
0: know what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. Um,
1: so you can feel a little better in that. Um, but the amount of time you spent trying to show these children who just definitively could not see what was right in front of their face yeah. uh, was baffling because I would have just been like, there's a frog right there. You like,
0: you wouldn't have said anything at all. You would have not even acknowledged that they were there. That's true.
1: But if I were to say anything, I'd say, there's a frog on that back wall. And if they say, I don't see anything, I'd be like, tough titty
0: not my problem yeah
1: that sounds like a you problem get good (laughs) i can see all eight of them
0: i think another highlight from the zoo would be the hyenas
1: yes and that is just The, the hyena made it feel like you were witnessing an animal as it should be
0: yeah so I feel like everybody goes to the zoo because they want to see something spectacular. You have all these, like, amazing animals, and most of the time, they're just sitting there.
1: You want to see... I want to see a polar bear. Cool. They're all laying in the sun doing absolutely yeah. nothing. It's like I want the... to see the big cats. Cool. The lion's sleeping up on the hill. You can kind of see its ass sticking over.
0: Yeah. Or, like... You, you just want to see them doing something, but they're all just sleeping, laying there, doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like the polar bear, I wouldn't expect the polar bear to be doing a lot. Like I'm not expecting it to be hunting, right? But it's like maybe go for a
1: little swim. Yeah, at least hop in the water. Maybe Pe- it would just
0: be sitting there and looking in my direction.
1: Here, I'm going to list some things. Polar bear, sleeping. Lion, sleeping. Uh, there was some wolves just standing there. Uh, there was penguins, There was a room full of 40 penguins looking just super, super cool. Just standing there. There was cheetahs. They briefly were playing together. That was cute. I liked that. And they were, and you gave a great commentary. Um, But they were also just laying around. There was a giraffe standing there eating.
0: I liked that, too.
1: Um, Like All of these animals... Like you said, kind of just existing. Yeah. The hyena though. The hyena. So the hyena
0: was just doing what every other animal was doing, laying there, not giving a fuck about anything. And then all of a sudden, this group of kids runs past the enclosure. And it wasn't even in the direct line of sight of the cheetah or the hyena. It was like, it had to have caught it out of its peripheral or something because mm-hmm. these kids run by and that hyena was up and chasing those kids yeah. and it was so freaky like I hyenas was
1: like, have such a cool like that like hunched intimidating look and the way that like my only thought was if that thing got out it would be trouble for somebody well and like all most of these animals would be yeah but it was like There's just
0: something about the hyena that is very disturbing to me. Like, all of these animals are predators. Not all of them. But, like, in this area, the cheetah, the lion, the hyena, they're all predators. Mm -hmm. But there's something just very ominous and
1: just grungy about a hyena. It's because it looks like a dog and... The hunched
2: dog. Yeah, like so
1: it's it, it looks like an a evil, demon dog. Exactly. Whereas like a cheetah, they are such a cute killer cat. Yeah. Lions, like they're just like big, like they're not cute, but they're very they're
0: just majestic looking. Yeah,
1: so they just they just look I mean, the Lion King, Narnia, all these have taught me that lion is like if they're not cool. friend, why friend shaped? Yeah. <laughs> So it's just like, I trust them, even though don't. Yeah. <laughs> but a hyena. What do we know about hyenas?
0: They're scavengers. The Lion Beefs. King. They
1: are the, like, the Savannah Nazis. Yeah. They are, uh, like, I again, I think a D&D, knolls. Like, they just have this, like, evil, demonic, like undertones to them mm-hmm. uh, so like hy- hyenas are bad yeah inherently they're not cute you don't like looking at them but at the same time because of that behavior where was like that thing was trying to hunt those kids
2: yeah and
0: just like watching the way it moved the fact that the kids caught its attention and it was just like instantly like i'm gonna i'm gonna catch that thing yeah and it was just like it was freaky and disturbing and it was chilling. And,
1: But then it that was the most raw experience at the zoo. Yeah. Because it's just like.
0: That's, that's something an, you don't see. That's
1: an animal acting the way those animals do, not here. Yeah. Like, the I don't know. There's a lot of times where the animals will do their base functions. But most of the time they're just sleeping and existing. And then there's that Mm -hmm. Um, The other just like Cool thing that we saw at the zoo That was like I want to see something special uh, Was there was a little red panda Yeah And apparently that's a really friggin rare sight Because they're either inside because it's too hot Or way the hell up a tree Yeah And this thing was like five feet in front of us Just looking like the cutest little shit And I just was like I want to hug this thing
0: Mm -hmm. They're very cute They look so soft I know and they just they have this like such friendly look about them
1: they I mean I feel like they are there's always that like looks like a cinnamon roll will kill you looks like cinnamon roll is a cinnamon roll yeah I feel like they're both cinnamon rolls like looks and is
0: you think a red panda would kill you
1: no it looks like a cinnamon roll and is cinnamon roll
0: oh I thought you were saying it was both of A cheetah of those looks
1: like a cinnamon roll would kill you.
0: <laughs> See, wait, I, wait, I misunderstood because I thought <laughs> that you were saying that it looks like a cinnamon roll and is a cinnamon roll in certain situations, but could also be cinnamon, cinnamon roll, cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon,
1: could kill you. <laughs> I feel like given the right environment and scenario, it probably could fuck me up.
0: Like, I imagine it would probably have, like, pointy little teeth that would hurt if you got yeah, bit. Yeah, so,
1: like, I feel like it could fuck me up, but I I don't know. Like, I feel like I could fight a red panda and win.
0: Oh. I feel like it wouldn't take too much, but also I don't think that that circumstance would be an issue. Like, I imagine you'd be in more danger from a raccoon. Like, I feel like yeah. a raccoon would probably be more scrappy and fight you more than a panda would.
1: Well, I've pinned a raccoon down <laughs> with a shovel, so I could probably pin down a red panda. Um, and it would probably be, be less dirty and just. Cuter I feel to see. like you just
0: wouldn't want to. You'd no. be like, I don't want to hurt you. You'd be like, you.
1: oh, come give me a hug. And you'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it'd be like.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just really happy, too, that we had such beautiful weather Mm. like it was in the in the high 20s i think celsius
1: um there was actually the first 30 degree day in canada uh this week in peterborough really where we used to live well
0: i don't think it was 30 in toronto no where we were so no but it was still really, really nice. And it was really nice on the Sunday, too. And, like, we both actually ended up laying on the trampoline in the sun and falling asleep <laughs> like a couple of rock lizards. And I loved it. I love being a rock lizard. So <laughs> I couldn't ask for a better weekend. I'm a little disappointed because today now it was snowing.
2: Ugh.
0: So it's like yesterday we're sleeping on a trampoline soaking up the sun and today i need my winter coat back out it feels like <laughs> and it's a little disappointing because guys my birthday it's is happening this week. less than a week now till my birthday on sunday it will be my birthday so this is officially the last podcast as a 29 year old woman next week i'm gonna be a changed woman
1: you're gonna be dirty thirty, or are you gonna be thirty flirty and thriving?
0: I mean, I think I always hope to be the the thriving one, because I that just sounds more fun. But <laughs> in reality, probably just dirty. <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that I'll wake up and feel the same, but just because that number's changed, I'll have a couple days of just being depressed and then i'll just get over it and carry on like always
1: i'm gonna have to pivot my oh you're almost 30 i know hey you're 30 now
0: i feel like the whole you're gonna be 30 soon joke has probably gotten old so if you were to go the next rest of the year just being like you're 30 you're 30
1: listen i think
0: it'll get old real quick for everybody
1: favorite kind of joke is the one that you can utterly and completely beat into the ground
2: yeah
0: (laughs) i'm not sure about everybody else though it's not all about you ben it's my birthday
1: (laughs) i had somebody at work try to tell me a joke um and i i don't remember how it goes but it's a, you're supposed to say it's like, oh, it's what's the purpose of reindeer to water the grass, silly?
2: That's stupid.
1: yeah, it's a dumb joke. But they just said, "What's a reindeer for?" And I was like, "I don't know." And they're like, "To water And I was like, "Do you, do you want to try that again?" <laughs> but it has been months, and. <laughs> So I feel like I've talked about how like there's like a a joke crew at work. Yeah. Uh this is a girl that works down the down the other end of the plant mm-hmm. and wanted in. Okay. And then the first attempt utterly failed. Yeah. Um you
2: can't
0: get in on the dad jokes.
1: No, so, but uh the amount of times when she has come to try to tell a joke and I say, what's a reindeer for? <laughs> to the point that it, it's beyond not funny.
0: It kind of reminds me of when we were at the zoo, we went on the zoomobile, the little like tour around the zoo with the, the commentary from the yeah. zookeeper yeah. people. And the one was saying, it said a joke about, um, how ne- like next we're going to see an animal that reminds me of my ex-boyfriend. The cheetah. And then the people behind us <laughs> went on to explain it. Just like way more than necessary. And I thought it was weird because they were explaining it to a kid that was like probably around our kid's age. Yeah.
1: Do you understand that joke? Because cheetah, cheater. They and then, sound
0: the same.
1: Yeah. And then this kid is just like cheating is this like...
0: There's two ways to
1: cheat. You can cheat on your bo- girlfriend,
0: or you can cheat on a test.
1: And yeah, they they just went on and on. And then the mom
0: was like, "That's right. She's right. That's that's true. That's very true." And was the, the
1: and yeah, it just
0: kept going and going and going. Do you want to know what
1: makes a bad joke funnier? <laughs> Thoroughly explaining it.
0: Because it's like this when she said the joke originally, I was like, Oh my God. And I like roll my eyes and was just like, Haha. Imagine being her and having to say that over Over, and over over. all day.
1: No. Like, thank you.
0: (laughs) Good for her because honestly, she didn't seem like she had said it over and over and over again. The enthusiasm, I don't know that I could do it. Maybe there's a couple of scripts that they use. We only went on it once. Because honestly, I don't want to risk hearing the same one. If there are more than one, then like cool. But like, I don't want to hear the same commentary multiple times. If I had to hear all those same jokes over again, I couldn't do
1: it. I'd go nuts.
0: But it does make me wonder because as the person having to say that script over and over and over again, day after day. Like, reminds me of my ex-boyfriend, the cheetah. Like, no thank you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I it's, hope it's,
0: she's getting paid really well. <laughs> like...
1: Spoiler alert. <laughs> so with that all said and done, what I want from you guys this week is to tell me what you think of Netflix's uh, shitty dating reality shows. What is your favorite non netflix shitty dating reality show reality show um as well as what is your favorite zoo animal um and what is the chances that they just sit around doing nothing all day
0: thank you so much for joining us this week at the bees knees podcast if you haven't already please download this episode and we will talk to you next week
2: when i am 30 Woo!